Welcome to another episode of the Best Kept Secret Podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray for Lauren, aka the guy about nothing. I am not alone. As usual, I am joined by my brethren, Mbilo Might Just and Prince Dways. What's going on, gents? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Calm, happy. You good? You had a good time, eh? Nah, I'm just. Weekend. Oh yeah, when I was in Joburg, guys, not nah, Joburg. I don't even lie to you. The Gotham City, got yes. Gotham made me. Gotham <laughs> made me, yes. <laughs> I feel you. All right, all right, all right. We good. Yes, though. yes, yes. We yes. good on the side. Front and that. Um, yeah, guys. Today we are talking about Una Rams's uh, mixtape, an R and B mixtape. We haven't had those in a while. Hey. Um, yeah, it's called what? Hold me when Hold it's me cold. When it's cold. Hold me when it's Hold cold. Hold me when it's cold. A mixtape. I want like mm-hmm. this sort, like this, like if there was someone in my life, this mixtape would do damage. <laughs> I don't even care. Nah, no, <laughs> no, not even like like this mixtape would do damage, dog. Like, That's it's up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you even going there, bro? <laughs> No, I'm just saying, going, no, I'm basically saying like the feels to this thing, like it was top yeah, tier. It's, it's, this it's, is like the type of music okay. you play when there's someone there. It's the perfect soundtrack right now as well with the cold front and everything. You know, the country is really cold right now. So like mm. this is yeah, the cuddle yeah. up vibes. Yeah, you know those cuddle vibes, exactly. But yeah, guys, I don't want to waste too much time. Um, let's get right into this one, man. Let me hear you guys' thoughts, your initial thoughts when you first heard the project, and then we'll talk about the tracks um, as we go on. Yeah, um, when I first heard this one, I really liked it. I think, like, I'm an avid follower of, like, um, Una and what he drops. So for this one, I was really keen to hear. And I won't lie, it just, it sounded complete, dog. Like, it sounded like there was a vision here. It was very clear. And it felt like it, felt like it really came together. Um, I think... The singles that were released prior like those were just 10 out of 10s for me personally and like i, I was very optimistic going into it and i think it, it did it did offer what i expected expected sorry which was the singles released prior next to me uh-huh. the one with langa mavuso yeah and then break the bed with blackie oh, okay okay yeah i saw that one yeah no i think like you said this was it felt very well thought out it felt like he took his time on this just to you know place everything in the right pocket um as much as it was yeah. a mixtape it felt it gave me those album feels you know like it just gave me like perfect execution in a sense mm-hmm. i think that for me like he the features especially were just like i think he had the perfect vision for the features but like everybody okay i'll, I'll get into one feature i was a bit skeptical about but for the most part like especially with the r&b vibes the features came through they did justice perfectly to the songs and yeah i mean most of this like you said was that winter uh cuddle up vibe with bays with bay you know so i think yeah definitely definitely a, a a project for the time right now came out at the right time even though we're getting into spring kind of now but when it was recorded i, I get where what he was going for you know so dope stuff 
Definitely, man. Um, yeah, I was excited, you know, for for this project. Uh, I think Una Rams is one of those guys who I think he came up around about the same time when, like, you know, like the new school and new wave people are popping up. But majority of those yeah. guys were like hip hop, right? And then there's only like a handful of R&B artists, you know, in that same period of time when you know things were popping out yes. in SA. The Malachi. And he had like that R and B alternative yeah. vibe. So it wasn't necessarily the conventional route as yeah. well. And yeah. And so like I've always been intrigued by Una as an artist, you know. Um and so yeah, I've been following all of his releases, you know. Um and so with this one I was excited. And yeah, let, let's get into it, man. Let's get into the first song. Hold me when it's cold. The title track. You guys know how I feel about title tracks, right? And so, hey, let's yeah. get into it. Man. This one. Yeah. Mm. I would like as a title track. If 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 we're using the 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 thing of like your title track has to be the strongest. Mm. I don't think this was the strongest song. Yeah. But okay, sorry, it, sorry, sorry, no, it wasn't the strongest sorry, sorry. song in this I whole thing. Fight, Doug. Sorry, Doug. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No, that's what we personally. That's what we personally. But like, I don't think this was the strongest song on the whole project as an intro it was definitely fine as a title track it was a really good song but i'm just saying it wasn't the strongest song here and i think based on what caesar said the title track should be the last time like it should be like the you know the strongest one that's there but like it was a really good song nonetheless and i think the feature there amikhil jones came through as well so yeah it was a nice one to listen to and kind of open up and, and kind of set the tone i think it really did well in terms of that as well yeah um for me personally i don't think the title or the the title track necessarily has to be the best song i just think it has to embody what the, what project, the project is about, is about. You know, it has yep yeah it mm. has to cater to that mm -hmm. and i think it did it just did that perfectly you know just what i got from this that whole winter vibe that whole cuddle up vibe like that was thoroughly like just explained or just you know utilized on this track so i get what you're saying it wasn't like the best track on the project yes i agree but i yeah, think that's it, all i'll say yeah i agree with you with everything else and that's all i was just saying yeah that's it i just think that in terms of embodying what this was about and the whole vibe and the the dimension it existed in this was it you know so i really enjoyed this one yeah man this for me this is this is a perfect song um yeah, it's a, it's a strong start to the EP or to the mixtape. Um, you know, both the voices, the female and then the male vocals back and forth. It was it, it felt very intimate, you know, they both delivered um, very reserved performances though vocally, you know. Both of these artists can belt out when they need to, but I enjoyed the fact that they chose the other route where they were very reserved. It And then by doing so, it just felt more intimate. You know, it felt like, um like these two you know the, these two lovers you know just like swaying back and forth together and they're singing to each other yes. you know and so i like that about it like that feeling that it created um i think one of the lyrics on the on, on the i think on the hook or like on the verse where they say um love me till the morning then stay another day um when i heard that and then i heard it being repeated again in the second verse um and I was piecing together, you know, what the themes and narratives are for this EP or this or this mixtape. I realized that um, also later on on the tape, you know, closer to you, 
uh, when they say, love, love when you text me goodnight, will you be spending the night? And then later on in that other song with Nanette as well, you know, I need, I need more time with you, whatever, whatever. It's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like this relationship is taking place uh, between two lovers who don't actually, don't stay together. They don't live together. Right. And so now because of that, then it's just like each song is capturing, you know, like these mere moments of heaven and temporary forevers when they get to see each other, you get me. And so I felt like the songs did that very well to capture those moments, you know, of people who don't get to see each other often, but when they do, they try try to make the most of it. Um, But yeah, that's how I felt about that one. Let's move right along Um, to the next song. Track two was uh, Ndoto Rally, which came as a surprise to me. But yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, um, Dottorelli, I think, yeah, dude, I just, I like the, the incorporation of vernacular. Like, I, I don't know what it is, it just felt, Which it language felt was this one, guys? It's Venda, I think she's Venda. Oh, no, why that sounds like Shona. Yeah, it's very similar to Shona in some ways, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think it's Chivenda. So, like, you know, for the most part, like, Chivenda is not, is not something that I come across often, um, like, barely on my tv screen barely in the music that i listened to so to hear this was like a completely different take and it felt like you had previously said like this whole project just really felt like a converse well it felt like a conversation felt like it was like you said an intimate moment between two people so like this song really did well in adding to that and i don't know the fact that it was in vernac it kind of heightened that to some extent um because i don't know like for me personally like if i'm talking to someone in my home language like it's just that there's a different kind of bounce and there's a different kind of feel between the two of us so like just the way that this song kind of came through gave off that and that's what i really enjoyed about it and the feature also here was solid and yeah i think it all came together really well yeah pure vibes bro on this one um i think like you said it just felt very personal very intimate even though you couldn't necessarily understand or at least i couldn't necessarily yeah. understand it but i felt the energy like i know that's the bedroom burner with my hand dog you know what i'm saying i'm throwing that <laughs> one on i'm adding it to the bedroom playlist bro the late nighting you get me so i think like bro this track it just it it captured what i love it almost reminds me of that song on alizé's project uh forgot what it was called but it was it was in french and i think that's his his home language but it, it oh. those tracks kind of feel the one that he did you know with nalu uh, um alizé and nalu i think it was. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yes i wish i could remember the the name of that song but anyway it's 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 on that vibe where you just feel so much more closer to the artist you know and it almost feels like the artist is sort of burying more somehow you know mm-hmm. um but you're yeah. digging into their roots as well in a sense exactly you know, so by speaking their language yeah yeah so for me it was just like i i really enjoyed this one i think it was i can't say it was the best but one of my favorites on here for sure definite replay value in this and i love songs with replay value which you don't necessarily understand that just stands to the testament of how good of a song it is you know so that's dope for sure 100 percent, man um yeah i think we just we, we need more we need more artists um 
singing in their in in their mother tongue you know uh i remember you know when when shoma josie first came on the scene like she made it a point that she was mm. going to sing in her you know um home language and if you want to you know listen and, and understand then you know pay attention kind of thing and i feel like we need more of this not just in like dance music but also r&b this is different you know i i don't think i've heard an R&B song like this in 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 um in in, in Vernac like this you know in Chivenda um i know that uh, there is like an alternative like R&B soul um album that came out earlier this year but i'm forgetting the guy's name i'm going to regret this um but like yeah with that one for me it's actually one of my favorite um albums this year his name is Munei or th- th- their name is Munei sorry their name is Munei um I'm forgetting the name of the actual album title but check it out I'll send you guys the link as well I think like 99% oh, yeah. of oh, that yeah. album is in you know um Renac but it's the most beautiful thing ever um but yeah uh the next song was Cut the Lights now for me this is when you know I said yeah this is Welcome to Serenade City uh yeah Serenade it's just City. this is <laughs> yeah, this is the one. You know, look, man. I just feel like with with this project, I feel like Una Ram should have sold this with this mixtape with like a box of condoms or something. Because yo, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Like the Magnum things. Thought you were gonna say a box of chocolates, dog. <laughs> hey, it's gone. went straight to condoms. <laughs> no games. Well, for you guys, I'm I'm a virgin. I, I follow Jesus. Ah. No sex before marriage, but. You get me. Blasphemy. Anyway, <laughs> what are you guys saying? About, how do you guys feel about the song? How do you guys feel about the song? Let's talk about it. Nah, guys, I went live, but like when it comes to it, I feel like with this whole thing, there's, there's really nothing bad I can say about any song, bro, to be fair. So <laughs> I don't know if it's going to feel like I'm going to keep saying the same thing over and over again, but like, yeah, this one is also just another top tier. And I think. Not one thing that just keeps standing out to me on every single track is just the production, dog. Like it's done so well. Asian, I think so Mash Beats well. did this one, this actual track. Yeah. So like you know, this was definitely a really nice one, another top tier. And yeah, bring on the box of chocolates, dog. <laughs> or condoms. Um, uh, 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 so <laughs> yeah, let's cut the lights, dog. You can't eat chocolates in the dark. Bro. You can only use <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I went like that, dude. That was a banger, dude. That was a banger. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Shout out, Doc. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Um, cut the lies, nah. Like, I feel like you're right, Doc. This one, there's not too much you can say except for like it was just the smooth, serenading vibes. Um, production was great. The way he he carried himself on this track was dope. Um, to be honest. Like this just sounded like Reese could have just forced himself in here. I guess because that production was so used to. Um, I think I don't know what Reese would have done, but I feel like you know I would have liked him to be on here just to add a little bit of rap flavor somewhere. Because I don't think there was any yeah. real rap verse on here. But either way, dope track. So vibes. And I think one thing that actually stood out, like in this project as a whole, because when it first came out, and I saw that. 
basically seven out of the eight is filled with features like you know it's that thing of like ish how's it gonna mm. come out because every song now mm. has a different voice mm. and obviously that deters you know maybe it might deter your message or whatever the situation might be but every single thing here literally just came together and that's one thing that i have to commend unan and that's why at the start we said like there was a vision here and it was pretty clear and he went straight for it and he got it like you know what i mean so shout out for that yeah the next song was next to me with langa um listen guys i just at this stage of the game i just feel like langa can do no wrong man i i i just don't There's know no flow in his voice bro. no person is operating on this level bro like how 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 are they even doing this bro like yo this song was this song was crazy you know um at first when i saw when i saw like the the you know the feature i'm like okay uh two male voices both r&b i wonder how this is gonna sound you know um uh but it just works you know it just works it it, it didn't feel like the one person was third wheeling while the other one is t- telling like a story to the girl or serenading the girl like it just worked it flowed nicely everything fit perfectly um they both had a pocket there dude That's the thing i feel like they they both had this their, their pocket in the beat so it didn't sound like like those clashing or it was like hey but then what's yeah. going on it yeah was just it sounded perfect and the uh, the production mm, it was like lango was out there and then yeah like uno was telling the story that's how i felt it mm. felt like he was setting the tone of kind of giving you everything and then uno was telling the story and breaking it down and somehow it just all you know came together really well what i want to note well like i just want to make note of here is the production on this obviously throughout the whole tape the production is crazy but with this one specifically the production was just expanding as the song was moving the production was growing and growing and growing by the time it gets like that last hook it just expands it's like it reaches like this crazy climax you know like this epic climax after the second verse yes. and then it carries on until the end and the way the um the laid vocals you know of for both una and uh ulanga it was just it was magical bro yes. like it was so magical another one for the sex playlist for you guys um hey boy and also That's like no no nah, the production what? also you know <laughs> still speak about the production it also reminded me it gave me like um give you on vibes uh given mm. uses a lot of production yeah. like this um in his in his it music felt like a ballad really, but i think langa's profile yeah like, oh, langa's voice just and obviously appear, we, we we can't talk about this song and not talk about that bar uh breaking your back realigning your chakras uh you know what i'm wondering <laughs> now we don't we, we told you in about this live we don't know the one that bar was just so crazy i couldn't believe it bro like that was so crazy you know um uh, might need a dog tabloid dog crazy. yeah i mean <laughs> it was it was great it was great you know next to me and then the next one is close to you even the title just feels so intimate you know um close even to that, you, the, like, the order there bro. yeah the, the transition yeah exactly which was this was surprising i mean i didn't know what to expect with close uh closer to you because it's like featuring muzi i'm like hmm I wonder, you know, because like I thought, are they gonna go with like Muzi production and you know do like, like the alternative funky vibes that Muzi is known for? I just didn't know what to expect, you know. But this, it surprised me completely, like, completely, you know. Um, how are you guys feeling about this one? 
yeah um like you said i was kind of shocked i didn't know what to expect obviously with muzi so i was like how is this gonna come together or is it gonna be that one outlier of a song that kind of just you know has a completely different vibe mm. but i think like they both did really well of still th- sticking to what this whole thing was about and it just i think it was all for me personally it, it, it i heard a different side to muzi as well um, because I'm just used to the the alternative and I haven't really heard anything else. So like this was really cool to see that it kind of came together like that. And yeah, this is another one that I just really enjoy. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, Muzi is just built differently, man. Um, yeah, this I like the I like it when artists bring on another artist on like in, invite them into their world to do something we wouldn't expect, you know. Um, I've never heard Muzi on this type of music before, like ever. I don't think I've ever heard this before, right? And so it just goes to show, you know, how tapped in Una Rams was while, while putting together this this project. You know, he could have easily just said, okay, Muzi, like, come through, you know, this, you, you've got your production, let me jump on some stuff, let's vibe out, you get me? But instead, he was like, no, Muzi, like, come into my world and, you know, let's see what we can create in my world. And... I love it when artists do that, man. It's a big risk, but a bigger reward if it works out. And this time around, I think it... But I always think it pushes the feature to get out of their comfort zone Yes. Well. Yeah, It true. really does. Because that's what and you that's need. When, that's, that's when you get the best from that feature, you know? Um, but yeah, the next one was Rendezvous with Nanette. Nanette's first major... Uh, uh, baby. Feature. I need this song, bro. I need more time. Let's get yeah. into it. Let's get into it. I want to hear yeah, you guys' thoughts. needs to stop this, bro. She needs to stop this. She's too much, bro. I'm sorry, bro. The vocals. Hi. Sees. Talk to her, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I went loud. <laughs> she, she's too much, bro. Yeah. Now, I went loud with Rendezvous, dog. Like, I think, because there was that little bit, you know, that like, at the start, it was, like, it was really fire, I must say. Like, Una came in, and I think... Nanette did what she needed to do as a feature mm. to like expand it. I don't know. It felt like, you know, when it's like, it, like it keeps stretching, dog. It keeps getting better. It keeps getting better. And that's literally what the song was. And I think both of them really complemented each other really well, like really, really well. And yeah, man, like this one was also just another top tier, um, bring the chocolates kind of song, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was literally singing about it. I was singing it right now. I even <laughs> tweeted it. I was like, I need more time, dog. Like, I don't know what I needed time for, but like I need more time. Like that's how fucking fast. Man's got plans, huh? I, I see say. you, boy. I see you. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm. Timing is key. Please. Timing oh, is everything. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, nah, this one was really fire. Like I really enjoyed the song. It was good. Bruh, honestly, for me, this was a personal favorite. This was my favorite song. Um, it gave me party next door vibes mm. you know what i'm saying but not it like it's, it's almost what party's supposed to be doing mm. <laughs> you know and he's not giving it to us this party was, if you listen and catch yourself come bro. on party look at this man bro. he's doing it <laughs> he's doing it right bro like this this was it um i i cannot fault nanette at all for her feature i think what 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 just amazes me about her as well is her voice and her her energy just feel so intimate and personal. Like, you know when singers sing sometimes in a verse, like, it sounds good, 
but it doesn't feel like they're bearing it all, mm. right? Mm. She, like she just gives this, <laughs> like dog. I'm like yo, yo, yo. <laughs> and I think, guys, you know what? Like this song, this one felt like the most for me personally. It felt like the most conversational. Like yes. you know what? Like even though, like it felt like they were talking to each other, dog. Like Bro, you know, the back you, and I forth. I need more time. You know what? I, like that back and forth was just too much. So yeah, nah. This one was. This one is there. Yeah, there's um, there were a couple of versions of this song, um, and yeah, so like there's one version where like Nanette's vocals were you know there were, there were a lot more vocals from Nanette um, on the song, and then you know we played it back a few times, and then obviously notes were passed around and all of those things, and trying to retract some of those vocals here and there just so it doesn't become too you know uh i guess just o- o- overly overly sung you know um yeah and so th- a lot of a reduction here and there but yeah i, I kind of like this one you know um i like how before she comes in for her verse at the start of the of the hook before her verse you can hear her vocals come in a bit and then she disappears yes. again right and then she comes in for her full verse and it's just crazy the song expands and then by the end of the song they're going back and forth on the hook and it's just ah it's just gorgeous bro like it really is gorgeous and yeah i was i was i was excited for people to hear this one you know um i was happy about this one and you know like i said this is her first delivery reminds me of of sorry to cut you off it reminds me of uh like house of balloons era like the way she writes like so personally like it's almost like you're there yeah like you're the protagonist of that thing and you're telling us exactly what's going on like the way she talks about don't take too long in the shower just such things that make it so personal you know what yeah. i'm saying so i think that was really dope i'm, I'm really glad you you, you mentioned that because that's the, one of the things that i've you know been pressing her about to say like you know this is this is how you get better as a writer, you know, invite people in, mm. make it more intimate. Um, mm, but yeah, man. Sure. Yeah. This was a great song. Shout out Una, shout out Nanette. Very, very dope. Um, yeah. The next song was BTB, break the bread, right? Break the bed. I almost said break the bread. Man, just think about money. I'm just thinking about money, dog. I'm just thinking about money, dog. Break it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Break the bed. What are you guys saying about this one? Because I have my thoughts on this one. Trust me. Oh, like with Break the Bed, I was more so interested to hear like what Blackie would do because obviously when we when we in the Clue episode, we spoke about how like he's been doing a lot of features lately, and to some extent, it just feels like it's just a verse given. You know what I mean? So I wanted to hear in this mm-hmm. one to be like, mm-hmm. is it gonna be, is it gonna be really about the topic? Is it gonna be fully stuck in? And is it going to be about that? And I won't lie, like Blackie really came through on that. I think the subject matter and what he was talking about was very much about, you know, BTB or whatever the situation might be. And like, it sounded like, you know, Una managed to get that side out of him. Um, not necessarily the whole side, but I think that 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 bit of Blackie was there and that imprint was there. Mm. But I did like the song as well. Like as a whole. Yeah, um, I like the song. I think, you know, when it comes to the whole Blackie thing, like we'll talk about in the last episode, when it comes to the Blackie feature, like, cool, Blackie's the guy, 
but utilize Blackie to the fullest, you know, because he's got the talent. He's got, you know, those bags, those those different levels he can tap into. Um, but like this feature was a bit misplaced for me. Like, I don't think that he did badly, but I just feel like I hey, break the bed and then you're putting Blackie. I, I don't know. It just was like nah, the thing. You see, I was me. thinking like hold, you know, like hold what he did on hold. I was like, if they can grab that and fully put that there. The thing is, like I said, like Blackie did come through in terms of subject matter, but that imprint was not there yet. But you know, it was still, it still but came through. I think there. it's also still utilizing him in, in the wrong way. I feel like if you're gonna use Blackie, use him to his real strengths. A song like "Break the Bed," ah, it's kind of like a waste of a Blackie feature to me. Um, but I don't think he did badly. Like, like you said, the subject matter, he still covered the topics. He still kind of had a bit of you know agility and versatility um in his verse but i think like you know we get so many blackie features that i feel like it's time to really just push him to another level you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like we can't yeah. just be saying i ah, know it was cool it was okay you know i remember when drake was the guy bro. when drake was the guy he was coming through with verse of the verse of the verse of the verse of the verse that was just top tier that's where Blackie needs to be. That's pretty much true. It. Yeah, I I am with you on that one, Dwayze. Um, for me, when this song dropped as a single, I I didn't feel it. I was like, ah, it's just I, I I wanted so much more and I didn't get it. And then I thought maybe you know once I hear the project and I hear the song in in within the context of the of the mixtape, I would appreciate it more. But still, nothing has changed much for me since then. To be honest with you. The song isn't necessarily bad. It's not a bad song. It just feels awkward um, with everything else that's going on on the, on the mixtape. The yes. I feel like with every other feature on this, there was chemistry. You know, I mean, even the song with Muzi had so much chemistry, and there was like two opposite worlds. You know, um, every other feature had. But with, with this one, it just I don't know. This it didn't carry the same level of chemistry as the other collaborations. Um, it's not a bad song at all, but it just it just it wasn't hitting as the other ones were. Um, yeah. But yeah, so in that regard, yeah, it just yeah, I needed more and I didn't get that. But I mean, it is what it is, you know. Uh, one what for me, it's one miss out of what eight songs, so it's like seven out of eight yeah. basically. Because the next song is "Who Do not I Call" with Lucille Slade, yeah, which is like the the closer. Um, who do I call? Bruh, Apple didn't give me that one, bro. I won't lie to you, bro. Really? Don't lie. <laughs> That's <laughs> mad. Seven songs, That's crazy. <laughs> I won't lie to you. You need Yo, to find it because this one here as well. Like it also. Yeah. I thought it ended with break like the bed, but maybe that's really even why I was through. like, hey, but which one is this one? He <laughs> <laughs> was like, this is so abrupt. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Okay, carry on, guys. Yeah, but now nah, for me personally, I think this one with Lucille was really nice. Even as a closer, like this one was kind of lower tone in the sense that you know you could kind of I don't know, like you know the not necessarily ending phases, but like you know when things are just like this was also just another intimate one. I think Lucille her delivery here 
was very much on top of what this whole thing was about and it kind of came through for me i really enjoyed this one and i think it was a good way to close it and kind of finish it and i genuinely feel like with this project in general even though this was like the last song you felt like you wanted to get more from it mm. or you wanted to hear another song after this mm. so i think that was a really good way to kind of you know leave you wanting more as well Ish, yeah, cease, finish yeah, us, because I, I didn't guess, even hear I this. Guess I, don't even gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I was called down past seven, but I think I just stopped there. Bro. <laughs> yeah, so like, the thing is w- with me, you know, with Lucille, Lucille Sladers, um, I've been knowing Lucille, like, since she was doing covers back in the day, you know, like doing covers for songs by Casper and them. And then obviously, you know, the more she got out there, the more looks she got, even ending up on Stogie T's uh, songs and everything. Um, but like, yeah, when she, started, when she started doing like serious collaborations and, and features, she was just always killing it, you know? She has, she has a very unique tone. Like when I hear that voice, I know exactly who it is. No one sounds like her at all. Um, her actual verse on this was dope. Uh, but I also enjoyed how she sprinkled her backing vocals and harmonies across the song, especially in like the second half of the song. Um, you know, she was harmonizing nicely with Una there as the song was closing off, which I thought was really, really cool. And then just, I think, maybe like 30 minutes before we got onto this uh, recording session, I was playing the, the, the tape back and I got to this song and something like a light bulb really went off. The name of the song is called Who Do I Call, right? And uh una obviously talking about you know who who do i call you know when i need you whatever whatever um it's it's, it's it's that moment again where they're not together so they're back at like their own places doing whatever they, they're doing with their own lives but like they're missing each other right and so it's like who do i call you know to keep me warm so to speak you know when you're not here and then i thought of una's feature on the shikana album um the song was called pick up you know pick up because it's my heart calling you know pick up because it's my heart calling for you whatever whatever and so i don't know if una did this deliberately but it felt like a callback or a reference to that song and his verse on the shikana song like these songs are actually linked when you like deep it properly um so i thought that was really really dope um to do that uh so yeah i enjoyed it creatively sonically once again production is crazy on here and it closes off nicely intimate vibes almost like a full circle moment because the intro was also very intimate you know uh back and forth vocals with the female and so it's the same thing here with this one as well uh so it starts off very strong finishes off strongly as well so shout out to una for that um yeah closing remarks on this one guys what are you saying like as a whole yeah yeah nah i think una really came through um this was very nice to hear sorry this was very nice to hear because like we said at the start you know una's intro has really been about the the r&b alternative and throughout the years you know we've seen different sides even if you look at like a feature like no stress on a hip-hop beat and then you look at um you know what was that project that he released wait let me just get that for you um that other ep the wavy baby wavy ep baby. which had like different aspects mm-hmm. but i think good intention good intentions as a song was basically like it kind of goes hand in hand with what we heard yeah but like this was very good to just see because also he went into that afro beat stage as well so like you know 
this really showed Una's versatility and I think he really had a vision here and he really came through with it and it really came out solid. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just to cap off what you said, I think the execution here for the most part was just extraordinary, bro. Like, for the most part, yeah. I think he really understood what he needed to do, what the mission was and how to, you know, execute it. And for the most part, man, he really, he really did right. So... There's, there's not much I can say, but I'm, I'm keen to hear, you know, where he takes it next. This was really dope. Really dope. Yeah, man. Una is an exceptional artist. Um, you know, young artists got such a bright future, man. He's just been proving himself over and over again. Every product that he releases, he's elevating, you know, um, showing his versatility. And yeah, this this mixtape was incredible. Like I said, it's so it's so sexy, it's so intimate, it's so vibey. Yeah, um, it should it should be sold with the box of rubbers, uh, really. Um, you know them ones. But yeah, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to all the shout out to all the collaborators on this on this project. Shout out to Una Rams. If you ever listen to this, Una Rams, shout out to you, dog. This was really really good, and to our listeners if you're still listening that means you mess with us and that means we mess with you um yeah man this has been the best kept secret podcast aka the podcast about nothing i have been your host cz rafe lauren aka the guy about nothing i was not alone as usual i was joined by my brethren's bill on my just and prince dways until next time peace and love peace.